This is going to be episode 8 of Shaping Logics. Today the topic will be uh, the side hustle, moonlighting, also known as side gigging. So what what is the side hustle? What? Cuz we usually so like what I was I was looking it up, right? And there's kind of this distinction between like a side gig and freelancing, which I think I think we fall under like the freelancing because it's related to our profession, right? When we talk right. about like side uh, moonlighting or you know side side gigging, I think it's all the same. I think it's just different names for the same shit, you know. Uh, I think in general it's just moonlighting. I mean, the term moonlighting just you know kind of came from the 1950s, <clears throat> you know, where like you're working, you know, at the hours of you know when the moon is, you know, lit. Yeah. Uh, meaning that you're just working late hours. So, I, I mean, yeah, side gig, freelance, you know, side hustle, it's all the same. Yeah, I think, uh, um, I think, I don't yeah, I mean, I think this term side gig means, for me, I interpret it as you have, like, a job and then you have another job after that, you know, like a second job, that's like another quote-unquote gig. But, well, well not, mean, that's, not... That's exactly what moonlighting is, is you have your day job and then... You, you do something on the side, which is, you know, moonlights. That's, that's why they call it moonlighting, because it's at the after hours. Yeah, no, I get that. Day, you know? Of course. But I'm saying, like, as far as you're saying, like, you have a contract. It's, like, per, per contract base, like, freelancing, like, uh, like journalists do, like, freelance work for another publications. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're referring to, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess <clears throat> part of it, too, was I was kind of trying to look at statistics and stuff like this. Yeah. And our our generation or you know like between the ages of 20 and 35 i think there there was like a it was kind of crazy like 40 percent or something have a side hustle side hustle but that's what i was kind of getting back at that it's the side hustle was all there was no distinction between like it's related to your job or your side hustle is uber or right yeah what you know bartending like an extra um extra shift yeah but i guess what i'm trying to like yeah i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is that there's a distinction between like what when we're talking about like the side hustle right that because it's not oh you're saying it doesn't doesn't fall in the industry like the same industry that they're in for yeah. like most people like as opposed, to people, us, as opposed to us that we pick up like a side job that's like yeah, you know like like a, a, a client that hires us outside of the office that we work at and we do it the, the work outside of that and it's not the same as mm-hmm. you know like like lawyers don't work for an office and then you know get another case on the side right yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I would assume not. I, mean, I think it's just in general, it's just, you know, having an extra, you know, work on the side because your side gig means nothing because unless you have something to reference to, which is your normal job. So if you're doing renders at an office, your moonlighting could be doing other renders or your moonlighting could be doing architecture. If you're working at an architecture firm and you're doing commercial work, you know, your moonlighting could be doing more commercial work, which is kind of we we'll get into the legalities of, you know, doing moonlighting work. Um, but I think in a nutshell, it's just generating extra income on the side, aside from your your normal job. Whether it's you know doing architecture as we are in, in that field, or doing something close related to it, you know. Yeah, I think we can all agree to that. 
Yeah. So I guess um, my question for discussion is how important is side side gigging for us? I mean, I know some people get comfortable in an office and they, you know, they're getting paid well and they wouldn't want to pick up any extra work. It's just, you know, extra time that they're going to take of well, I mean, their I'll, lives. I'll, I'll speak for myself on how important it is. I, I mean, I don't think it's an important and to to what just in general like well i mean how important i guess it is to you or how important is it to the career I mean, if you're like somebody who's struggling financially then it's a very important to generate extra income but as far as as far as um like pushing forward with your career you know uh, i think i mean that and that that's kind of one one of the points i wanted to make yeah i mean i think that i think that you know moonlighting or side hustle or side gig kind of stems from you wanting to make more money um, but in doing that i think that process really helps you to begin to prepare yourself if you ever do want to, you know, branch up on your own and have your own office because it begins to, you know, you establish relationships, you establish, you know, confidence in the clients that you can actually do the work. Um, it prepares you, uh, you know, from a business perspective on how to run the business, uh, how to meet deadlines, how to deliver. Um, so in that sense, I think it's, it's very important to actually do moonlighting work because as we all know, you're not always presented with all those opportunities or, or, or those chances within an office setting where you might be, you know, pigeonhole to one particular uh, skill uh, that skill set that you have. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's important to, you know, if you're in a, if you're trying to do something beyond what you're, what you do at your regular job. Right. Um, you have like different goals. You know, there's there's only if the primary job is not providing an opportunity for those goals, like you have to do you have to do it on your own do it on your own yeah whether they are not generating income or the, you know whether they're for economic reasons or not um i mean i, I was thinking about it last night and i was like this is a side gig you know yeah. like us right here talking about like it's it's the worst side gig because it's not making any money but <laughs> <clears throat> um, but we're trying we're trying to further our communication yeah, skills our yeah. thoughts this discussion th talk about stuff yeah, right. we're making we're making you know like the tiniest dent yeah in either the, the discussion or discourse you know however you right. want to frame that yeah, i mean just the fact that we're here and we're trying to articulate ideas is uh <laughs> in a way some you know like a you know public speaking 101 it kind of just yeah. helps you better be fluid with your speech and just articulate so those are the kind of things that i'm talking about like side gig where like you know it's relating to how important it is i think maybe the importance is not always the priority in doing it and i think for the most part it's more like the financial but i think in doing it you know once again kind of helps you grow you know as a businessman as a designer as uh, you know somebody who's communicating with a client and for all of those reasons i think you know moonlighting yeah it, it is important no, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. <clears throat> if you wanna, if you wanna open your office one day, I mean, you, I think it's almost necessary that you start doing that because, like Abel was saying, you don't get presented with those opportunities at your um, at your office most of the time. So you kind of have to push towards that goal. So, what what do you guys think are the pros and cons of moonlighting? Maybe starting with some cons. <clears throat> I mean, what uh... cons? It's definitely it can be stressful, you know, because um well well I'll talk, I'll talk about like you know when we do side jobs for our regular job when we take we're at our regular jobs we sometimes have the opportunity to take 
an extra project <clears throat> that for whatever reason doesn't fit into like the the office queue. the office queue yeah exactly we can work on it at home and so for a fixed fee it's it's nice you know at the beginning it's like the the honeymoon phase because you're just thinking about that money that extra money that it's gonna bring in like (laughs) (laughs) but then it gets down to it and you're like oh shit like there's you know it it of course interferes with whatever your regular schedule was after work Mm -hmm. um and then when it comes to deadlines you know you have you have to be pretty good with scheduling yourself, you know, and just ma- time management. It's all time management, really. Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's all going. There's no stop and go. It's just you get off of work, you go home, you yeah. eat, you do whatever you need to do in a few hours, and then everything's like, you know, in pockets of like, okay, I'll have enough energy to work three hours, solid hours yeah. here. I wake up a little bit earlier. I can do, get two hours before work. And uh, you do that, you know, you know, in two two um, weeks in a row and you know you're burned out which is another another uh kind of con it's like uh, how, how much of that can you handle before you're just over it and then everything suffers the quality of the work you know errors and emissions um so i mean there, there's another con right there yeah i mean definitely the cons for me are, are what you're talking about burning out um just time management you have to be really good at time, uh, managing yourself managing your time um yeah and, and just all the extra hours that you have to put in and and make sure that you're not getting burned out um I'm pros for me it's just more than anything learning i haven't i haven't done a project like what you guys talk about uh, you know like a side on the of the office but more you know like we've done ourselves with where we we're hired as the architect um for a project from the ground up and that's a whole another animal you know like chasing people like you have to be aware of chasing people in the city you have to you know communication with clients consultants all of that i mean it's 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 definitely a learning experience that i think it's really necessary and so that's even <clears throat> even if you know we're losing money at, at some point because you know this project has gone sideways but um that experience is really valuable for me that would be a pro um i don't know what do you think i mean yeah definitely and then kind of speaking to that or you know you're managing a project now too it's like you have to be very careful uh not to cross the lines of like you know kind of ethics and and moral and and just you know character of yourself because sure if you're moonlighting but you know obviously you know if you're taking time from your uh day job then you're technically stealing you know if you're um What's another one? Uh, I mean, you can't really operate within your day job hours because, uh, I mean, you have to also make sure that you, you check with your policy of the office, you know, like, I, and that's another question, like, do you, how do you approach that? Do you bring it out to the office before you do the work? Completely keep it a secret, you know, like, do you not post anything on social media? Yeah. Like, how, how, like, you know, secluded do you have to keep this so that yeah, nobody was... really gets to, like, your, you know, your superiors? Yeah, most uh, most jobs nowadays, I think, make you sign that contract, right? Where you're not allowed to sort of work in the... Well, it's non-compete, mm-hmm. for sure, which yeah. is exactly like, you know, it's like to kind of maintain that threshold and that line of, you know, uh, of honesty and not cross over your 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 side work, you know, because technically you're, you're taking the success of the current office that you work with to make your side work 
succeed, which is obviously, you know, frowned yeah. upon and it's, you know, dishonest, I guess. But oh, yeah, you bring up a, a good point about, you know, like, yeah, I had like, one of the questions I had, or, you know, like, I mean, we're kind of talking about it, but what's the the ethics of it, you know, like, right. if a potential client approaches you, do you bring them to like your regular job? as a client or the would you like steer them towards like saying like hey i have the solution for what you need you know like i, mean, I, I think, think it depends on the client yeah not only that but then also the setting in which that client was you know yeah, like, seeked out um because to me like you know for example like a non-compete you know for us would be you know maybe you don't bring you don't do that same kind of work in that city yeah. you know or like if you're in a totally different city miles away I, I think it's totally fine but yeah I mean but if the client is like an actual client from the office <laughs> and that's just stealing a client from the <laughs> from your current work which is probably is not going to pan out that well yeah yeah like uh, for me for example if I'm you know if I'm if I'm doing something for work and I'm at the city or something and I meet someone who's could potentially be a client I mean I would probably direct them to to our, our office you know mm our work um because yeah, of see i had something like that happen to me exactly yeah <clears throat> but this was uh, this was like two years back and i didn't i brought them i <clears throat> when they talked to me i um i assumed that they wanted to deal with me you oh, know? i see so like <clears throat> i didn't i didn't bring it up i didn't just... bring it up at all ever <laughs> Well, I mean, it I never like it never panned out either. So, yeah. like, I, you know, yeah, it just depends on your like. I guess what Hector's talking about your character and your judgment right there. I mean, I don't think that's that bad either, you know. But I think if you're just like on 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 like uh, your company hours and you're doing work, I mean, I think it's just. <laughs> and it also depends a lot on the client, you know. Obviously, if, if if you're, I mean, you guys know we work on like you know three million dollar house, four million dollar house. And, and the clients wants to do like a garage edition or something like that. I mean, obviously our boss is never gonna take that, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're willing to take that, that little, I mean, it just, it just yeah, really guess, depends. Yeah if, yeah, if it's at a setting like that and you already kind of know that that's a project that you guys don't do, yeah, and you're like, okay, like I can. But then it also comes to the fact that sweeping. just because we have done work with that client, it's like, do you really want to risk it? Like, it oh, no, I'm seems... not talking about like an existing client. I'll uh, never do that. You know, like right. I'm talking about somebody who like, like, like Abel's talking about like somebody. Yeah, you meet somebody. You meet somebody at the city when you're like, you know, turning in. They start yeah, telling you what yeah, the project about, is. Yeah, judging it, you know, if you taking on the work, it's like, okay, like how similar is this to the kind of work that yeah. we do at the office? Mm-hmm. If it's not, I think it's fair game. And like, again, like. I think if you can just keep it disconnected from from your day job, obviously that's the ideal. Because I mean, in bigger offices, you can get into like legal trouble. Yeah. So I mean, it's not just like oh, like it's it's not ethical, or it's like you can potentially like be tied up in, yeah. in like a lawsuit. You know. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You have to you have to gauge your your moral compass, I guess, because like like uh, we we've encountered you know where. Where you have to, I mean, I've gone through this personally because you have to um, coordinate stuff, you know, like emails or phone calls. And you're, I, I really, you know, don't, you know, I really, I can't take the time, like Edgar was saying, during work day. So I pack stuff on my lunch and and uh, that lunch hour, like everybody's had to lunch. And it's like, it's hard to get a hold of people and it's, right. and it's you know, it's hard to manage. Those are the biggest, I guess, uh, hurdles. Falls, I would say, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. that, that, would, that comes with a project like that 
Yeah, well, another thing too, uh, a pro, I think, that sometimes you can get burned out from your regular job, you know, and then the the pro is that the side hustle is or the side gig, it's more exciting. More exciting sometimes, yeah. yeah. It's or it can be yeah, yeah re- refreshing. Um, I know for me, um, not lately, but in the past. Um, that I've done work with like artists and like installations and stuff it's definitely you know they're you're not worrying about like setbacks or right <laughs> FAR and all this stuff it's like more freeing it's more creative you're working with different materials that you might not typically work with um, yeah it's the fun part of design yeah as opposed to, to doing CDs you know all day long or something like that yeah, and I guess, I mean, another con, not not that it's generally be a con, but, I mean, if you're doing a, uh, you know, side gig or whatever, and you, you know, begin to work a lot on it, how did that, you know, affect your physical self to perform during your day job, and how is that hurting you there, where, like, you can no longer, like, sustain that level of accuracy and attention to detail, you know, is it worth, you know, potentially, you know being seen under this light where you're instead of progressing or getting better at your job you're actually getting worse over that side project yeah yeah I mean, sometimes i guess i guess it's like what is the goal of the side gig you know if it's if it's to start up your new business and i'd say one, one of them's gonna, gonna over suffer, overtake yeah. yeah it's gonna suffer and another one's gonna hopefully hopefully they don't both suffer you know <laughs> hopefully you don't do yeah shit at your day job while also doing shitty <laughs> at your side gig that could happen <clears throat> yeah but i mean it's also it's also like a judgment of character like he's saying like uh, you have to if i know that you know i'm gonna be really tired the next day and i'm not gonna be able to perform if i work like six hours you know on, on, on my side gig or the night before or whatever I mean, just work too, or you know. yeah. I mean, you you know your limits. You know, like I know. Yeah, when I'm doing stuff, even, um, yeah, even just drawing or something. I know not to push it past like a certain time. You know, because I know I could keep drawing for like until two in the morning, but then the next day I'm gonna be. And I agree. Tired that's what the limits kind of learn too, because like yeah. before, yeah, I would do the same thing. Like I'm gonna power through this. Yeah, you just and power through, but then you get to like two in the morning, but then your productivity just slows down so much that all that time can really be compacted like into two hours if you were just yep. fresh. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned for myself is that I have like a ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at the latest cap. And then I just go to sleep and I'd rather wake up at five in the morning and get two hours then mm-hmm. and then get, you know, three hours at night, you yeah. know, that amounts to five, five hours yeah. on the day, yeah. you know, and if you can just kind of keep that level of mentality clear, then, you know, you could potentially, because that, that's a big thing too. It's like, if, yeah, if you're going to take on the side work, it could go one or two ways. You're either going to be super stoked that you're going to deliver and it's going to be great or that the project is going to suffer, which builds a bad reputation on you because yeah. now this client you know, like, yeah, I remember I learned this a long time ago when I used to work, like, at restaurants back right at, a, you know, high school where, like, the statistics is always, like, for every one, you know, angry customer, that angry customer is going to spread the word to 30 other people. Mm. You know, and those 30 people are going to all tell 30 others. So, like, one negative, um, I guess, per se, review can just trigger, like, you know, the, the degree of connection between people in that network can, you know, stunt that person from deciding whether or not to go to you for services or not. Yeah, our our job is so like sensitive to performance, I guess. That uh, yeah, what you're saying is, 
exactly right. And and speaking on that, like, and another point you made about um, honesty, like it's it, we're in a weird situation because we have to be very honest, not from with our our potential clients that we're doing side hustle with, you know, telling them that it is a side hustle, you know, even yeah. though they they might feel that they're treated kind of like a secondary, <laughs> but obviously they're they're getting a, um they're paying a little bit less than they would if they went to an office, you know. Um, and that's 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 why they're getting that sort of treatment. We, you have to be honest with with them about you know that your time, and you can't overpromise and and lie, you know, like you're saying, because uh, it's gonna take a little bit longer usually, depending yeah, on the project, obviously. True. And, um, and 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 also you know also managing your honesty within yourself of not overworking yourself, so your day job suffers, like like you're talking about. Yeah, I know for the work, the sort of. Um, like the little side projects that I've done with artists and stuff I definitely have to give them like a, an extended s timeline you know I know I whatever it is could have maybe taken like a day at most yeah but because I'm only able to work on it you know like an hour or two a night yeah it's gonna take you know almost a week maybe or <clears throat> yeah so it's it's always a little yeah definitely like you're just managing your your time right and then it's also another thing too it's it's a little different than like a side gig job where you just come in like seven to yeah like, to yeah like exactly 11. because if and you're just, doing this type of like freelance work you're there, there's no um you're not like clocking in and clocking out right like yeah, you, you can jump your, in yeah. you know the, all you're working on usually is like on your computer um so you you know you're you're not like yes i guess what i'm saying is like it's not like a job job where right. you just you have to be there at a certain time and then you know and you also have to be sharp you know you have to be like thinking because our our job just requires that always being like sharp in the mind and I guess stuff also always gonna be fresh yeah that's why that's false to what Hector's talking about about you know like you can't just like go hours and hours you know mindlessly because you have to be active otherwise you're just wasting time but that's the thing like if your mind is not fresh I mean you really need to be sharp in the mind I mean that in order to be creative you really have to be very aware you know you have to be fresh you have to be rested um, otherwise design and creativity suffer yeah. But I also want to, I have another question too that kind of like, you know, shifts the gears a little bit on, on the actual uh, kind of the, the ins and outs of moonlighting. But why do you guys think that in general, and this is true, um, the general public, as far as within the art industry, think that, you know, moonlighting is bad? I mean, going back to even the example of like, you know, Sullivan fired Frank Lloyd Wright for moonlighting while working for him in the, you know, late right. 1800s. Yeah. Yeah, I think like <clears throat> the the institutions probably think it's bad, but the reality is that like everybody's doing it. You know, I everybody that I know has. But where a does second the job come like, from? Like, is it maybe for all those things, the reasons that you might be stealing time from the office, that yeah. you might be stealing resources from the office? Definitely. That if you're yes, coming, definitely. if you're like in, in the office exposed to some design, and then you go out and you begin to do your own stuff, that maybe those designs are influenced by the stuff that you're seeing of in course. the office. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I think uh, it comes from that time. Like, I think Abel's talking about more like today. Everybody's like doing it today because of like the economy we live in, yeah. the cost of living. 
but I think what you're talking about comes from um, from from exactly those times when 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 uh, people kind of relied on you to be a part of a team and and that was very very focused on on, on the office you know the offices run a certain way and and things that you did there you you know obviously as a would, would you like well let me ask you this if you had an office of I don't know say like 10 people and you're you know you got your own thing going on yeah. and you got your own style going on I mean this is important when uh when styles were a thing you know like the international style and like the all these other um I guess um school of thoughts were being you know pushed back then would you want like somebody that you're, you're kind of like in the cutting edge of, of that uh, period and would you want somebody like two of your employees who are very important to your team going out and doing stuff on their own and uh kind of using your i mean i don't, your I don't ideas think it's about, like whether or not they're using my ideas because i mean there's also like you know regulations and laws of that that if you really wanted to you can you know take things to court but i think for me it's more about the, the everything that we just talked about as far as like you know if your company knows that you're actively working on something i think that there's just more red flags that you'd be racing right like okay he's probably not performing as well because he's tired or he probably missed that because he's doing that side work which is and also yeah. another reason why you know if you are going to moonlight maybe don't post anything <laughs> online <laughs> until it's actually completed and it's right. done and over you know yeah, it's probably, that's like, uh, I'm sure somebody has been fired because of that, you know, yeah. because they posted something and... Yeah, I'm sure they have. It's, you know, maybe um, in a place, in a in an office where, like, these things are much better written out, you know, where there's, yeah. like, an actual, like, a whole page about side work and what you yeah. can and can't do and all this stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I was... Because I remember that I actually, when I first started working at Christian Rice, um, I, I did have a second job. I was working as the shop manager at Woodbury. And so, and that was a job like a, a, a job like, you, you know, I had to, in. yeah, I clocked in. I had like certain, it was part time. So I did 20 hours a week. So I had to fulfill my hours, you know. Right. Um, but I, I remember that I was upfront about it when I. But I, I don't think like moonlighting. I don't think it's so much because that's just such. I mean, that's a second job. It's not like yeah. you're working for another architectural firm, which like there might be conflict of interest mm-hmm. between you working at two different, you know, offices. Um, I, I think it's the moonlighting kind of umbrella lies on how close of work are you doing in relationship to your office. You know, because I also think like if you work in an office where you're doing high rise hotel buildings they're not going to care if you're doing single family homes mm-hmm. you know because technically you're not you're not really competing with their market you know what i mean that's yeah that's as opposed to like if you're working at a, at a firm where all they're doing is custom homes and then you're doing custom homes now you've just placed yourself out there in the market to compete with your own office well because yeah if you do some sick work and people are coming to you you're taking pretend, let's say that you're now you're taking yeah. work away from the office so in your case i think it's that's just more like i have a second job totally yeah. non-related so i don't think you know but i guess what matters. i was trying to say was that like if if the argument is that 
his performance is gonna decline you know because he has a second job then the second job shouldn't matter what it is right because right. it's still yeah because a person can do whatever they want with their free time right yeah like, I mean, like you can you can you can be working and go play soccer after work right. and, and, and play for like four hours and then you're, yeah, you're gonna get you know? super tired the next or like thing, you yeah. can go and like work out or whatever well, the what I'm hell saying. i think it just goes back to how close of work are you doing yeah yeah it's like much more because I could totally have a you know a two hour job every day where I just go inside when I just stand in front of a register. It's yeah, like whatever. Like I'm not I'm yeah. not exerting my mind in any way. I'm just like whatever. I'm just you know punching in, punching out. But yeah, but if you're you know working a full eight hours or nine nine hours, ten hours a day at your regular job doing, you know, you know, and it so happens that you at the stage where you're doing all the details, and then your side work is going home, and you're at the stage where you're doing details. Like one of those is gonna suffer because there's so much that your mind can do where you just you get stunted and you just like I can't yeah. I can't push beyond this barrier, you know. And I think the whole like moonlighting thing is kind of just based on just the, how close is your side work in relationship to what you're doing, you know, at home, you know. Well, that was that's uh, exactly what I was talking about with the the whole you know Frank Lloyd Wright thing and the having being part of a school of thought, like. At one point, it's it's the lines get very blurred with the intellectual property, you know. Like you're, I mean, obviously there are, especially in our in our industry where, for example, you have you you have details that are going to be very similar, you know, like stuff that you do and and yeah, standard and, stuff. Yeah, yeah, standard stuff, you know. But there's also stuff that you know, like for example, you know, our work. It's like it's 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 heat. He created that, you know, like, or somebody created that. Well, yeah, I mean, as far as details, you, I mean, it's not like, yeah, you, I mean, I'm, as I long don't... as you recreate it yourself, yeah. it's fine. I mean, it's not, you can't, like, you know, you know, just have, like, a threshold waterproofing detail and it's like, you can never use this detail. No, again, no, that, that's not what I'm saying, you know, but I'm, like, I'm saying, like, a custom detail of that and, 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 and not giving out details. It is a blurry, it is a blurry line. Yeah, you know what I'm talking there about. Is, yeah, there is, I mean, maybe we don't really see it a lot because our you could consider that our a lot of the stuff is like standard ish yeah you know with maybe like one or two three materials that are different or um but when you when you get into like more cuss maybe like uh yeah like i, I know there's there's a guy i follow on instagram that that's all he does like facade details uh -huh. and i think he jumps from so he's like a freelancer for He's like a specialist about for facade detailing, so he just jumps from like offices to offices, because he always every project he posts they're with different offices, mm -hmm. so it's almost like I, I, yeah I don't know how that works like if they can use his detail for another project or if it's like on a you know project by project basis yeah that's cool. yeah I'm just using that detail as an example you know like it could be other things because you know there is kind of like. Like different different um, offices have like a certain look of their work, and you know that that carries. And there, there's a really like blurry line of obviously wherever you work, it's gonna influence you a lot, yeah. and how you do things. And when you're still there and you and you're doing work on the side, it gets tricky, you know. Well, I mean, that's how it. I mean, you would think that that's how it kind of works, right? Because like going back to that example of the. Um, Frank Lloyd Wright working under Louis Sullivan. I mean, that's how. That's how you evolve the you know the styles. You can see some of the influence. Yeah. 
of Louis Sullivan on Frank Lloyd Wright's, but then he took it yeah. in a different direction, right? Yeah, but I mean, there's no argument of that, but I mean, that's, that's if you say you work for Louis Sullivan, you know, for a certain amount of time, and then you quit, and then you go do your own thing, obviously that's totally fine, you know? But um, what we're talking about is like, we're we're still there, you know? Yeah. You're still there, and like, <laughs> it, it gets kind of tricky. I, guess. I, think, I think for that reason, I think that's why Moonlighting is under a, a negative kind of connotation yeah. of, of doing that because so I think at the end of the day, it's, it just has a feeling of like, it's, it's a little, little bit wrong yeah. and you <laughs> might be stealing a little bit. And I think that's why, and I think maybe that's what's important to have like very clear rules of separation from yeah. uh, church and state. Without getting too political, there's definitely like the like a hierarchy right of like the boss having control over what you can and can't do right even in your free time because that is slavery yeah <laughs> it's modern basic um yeah because i think that's that's where these sort of negative connotations come from it's the same reason why it's frowned upon to talk about you know like your salary yeah. or your coworkers, even though there's no no loss against that or well i mean i don't think i don't think your boss has control over that i mean i think we're kind of past that i mean maybe back then with you know in the 18 late adrian's or whatever maybe a little bit of that but like what we're talking about i don't think i think it has to do more with yourself you know like how ethical are within yourself and how you know your moral guide that you have because like we're talking about you can go home and and and, and you know like Watch porn for five hours and just like <laughs> not know. even. That's a lot of porn. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> whatever, whatever the hell you do, you, you know. Like you, you, all you need is two minutes, bro. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a two minute challenge. I, I, and come come back, you know, to work, and you're you know you're like brain dead <laughs> or whatever. Um, I mean, you have some control over that. It's just about yourself. Like, how well do you want to perform? How well do you want to like look down on your career? Um, but. Yeah, it's it's all about. I think it's all about you. Yeah, no, honestly, just everybody that's if anybody's if anybody's listening, just go do go do side work. You know, yeah. Just one, just make sure that you know check your first of all check your work policy. Right. And for full transparency, like discuss it with your superiors. Like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. You know, is that cool? And you know, they'll tell you, they'll give you their answer. And I think it's very important if it's you know uh, to respect that answer because yeah. your day job is probably what's kind of keeping you afloat for of now. Of course. Uh, make sure that you actually can deliver, yeah. you know, good product to whatever side work you're doing, uh, and don't don't burn yourself out. Yeah. That's it. I think if you just kind of stick to that, you know, do all this this moonlighting work that you can, and, and to grow as, you know, designer or whatever it is you're trying to do, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's either gonna you bring it up to your boss, it's either gonna go two ways, you know, he's gonna be <laughs> like he's gonna respect you even more, or he's gonna start trying to replace you. <laughs> so just kidding. <laughs> so um, I guess about, I, um, I guess in the, I, I don't know I kind of wanted to like shift a little bit and talk about how do you get clients mm. like how do how do you guys think because our job is very word of mouth but I feel like I mean we're still talking about moonlighting that yeah how do you feel like yeah. I feel like just getting a client is just like that's a whole different ball you know because I mean I mean it's I part think of moonlighting that. is just about like you already have the client like and then and how do you deal with it and i think how to get the okay. client is like a se- whole separate topic <laughs> yeah it could be for sure well anything could be a whole separate topic really <laughs> but yeah you're right 
I'm just I thinking know. about like you know if I'm listening to this that's not yeah not that's a whole learning about moonlighting I'm just learning about a client well another thing I wanted to talk about was kind of and we've kind of talked about this like I, f- I feel like what if if moonlighting is for everybody because I don't think it is for everybody like of course because um, usually these things don't you have to go look out for go looking for them you know yeah um very rarely or i mean it it does happen that stuff does pop up you know like you're saying about that just meeting bumping into somebody at the city and then that turns into a conversation about a potential job but even then you could decline it you could be like oh i don't do that and just leave yeah. it at that right <clears throat> i mean yeah you definitely have to have the will and thrive to do it because it is a lot of work and i also think like moonlighting it's kind of falls more into the realm of like kind of the creative careers because i mean outside of that i, I can't you know it's kind of hard to see that you're working at some place and then get i mean i think we talked about it before like you can't just be a doc and be like oh, i'm just gonna take a little side get consult you know and consult like in-house <laughs> you know you right. can't you can't do that with the doctor doctors like you know they have the hospital they need the tools but I think when you're a creative, you know, you have this job. And I think creatives have the urge to get the, the side work just because the side work provides control. Like, you are the boss. You are the designer. And, you know, you are the creative thought behind whatever product you're going to deliver. Or when you're working in an office, you know, you're kind of executing, you know, the, the ideas and creative thoughts of your higher-ups. Yeah. I think ultimately it's you do it because you have unexplored ideas, right, that you want to go into whether you do them i know you know for us it's been like this the podcast and then previously you know like the competitions um but yeah you're doing them because either you you're i, I don't know like I, I don't know why why things why I mean, like sometimes things, it- things pop up you know because you usually don't have like a it, it doesn't uh, what I'm trying to say I guess is that like you don't have a you don't start with a goal of like oh I'm gonna do three competitions this uh, year you, usually you just like kind of look at your browsing it pops up you kind of mention it and then it's, it's like the right oh fit. shit like yeah it's the right fit it's it's the it's the, it's the washer alright <laughs> so I guess that wraps it up for uh, oh is there let me see uh. <laughs> was, huh? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I do some, like for myself, I've done it for build building confidence, you know, because sometimes you just feel. Let me just see what I, if, how much I really know, you know, mm. if I'm if I can get this through the city, if I can get because sometimes like what you were saying is. It's like you do it because you want to expand on ideas, and I mean, yeah, that's that would be that's ultimate. That would be cool, but I mean, come on, if you're getting like a room edition, like that's right. you know, that's not you know, that's you're not gonna expand on anything. <laughs> you're expanding on shit. You just you just wanna you <laughs> just wanna expand, fit. you're expanding on the square footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I want for me. It's like it's more about let me see if I can you know sit down and, and myself put together something that's that something can look at and actually build it and. <laughs> get you know get like it's it goes for the building code and obviously you know getting through through all the hurdles that we usually do i mean for me it's always sure. side work for me has always been at least in the initial like stages is like i, I need extra money 
Right. And I do it. I mean, that's simple. Why it's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's like, I need money. So oh, I'm, of I'm course. Yeah. It makes it work. And from that extra work, there's been other opportunities where then you're like, oh, shit. Like, I want to take on this job, even though potentially I'm not going to make any money, but it's going to be a great addition to the, uh, to the folio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, and so, so, like I'm saying, initially, yeah, it's like, oh, shit, I need money. I need to get, you know, some gigs. Got some gigs. Those gigs led to other projects that those projects becomes like, oh, shit, I don't really care how much money I make. I just need to get this project built. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, it's always been more about what I can... What, even even for that room addition, I think I would try to do something, you know? Like, yeah. I think for me, it's always been about, like, what I can... Well, I don't think... I mean, I don't, I don't think Miguel was saying, like, evolving, you're learn... Evolving, yeah, like, learning my, shit. I think it's more of, like, you don't take it with the intent that you're going to make, create some impactful yeah. architecture. Yeah. I mean, once you're in there... You know, yeah, of course. You're gonna, you're it's gonna, already inherent that as a designer, you're gonna do your best to make it, yeah. to give it something, you know, that that speaks, you know, to other designers. But I think what Miguel is saying is just like on the onset, you're not taking on that job to be like, this is gonna be like the next bedroom, you know? <laughs> the next typology yeah, of the yeah. bedroom. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's supposed no, to. Yeah, but I think not. once you have it, and once it's in in your wheelhouse, in your in your you know, you're your gonna lab, have your flavor for yeah, sure. You're gonna definitely, yeah. you know, whether it's like you know the cabinet, it's gonna be like design sick, or you know, the yeah. window trim, yeah. or the, the depth of the wall, how thick the wall is. Yeah. Maybe you create like a little nookage. Yeah. And that's I think inherently like that's first dope. of all, as a designer, you, I would hope that everybody's doing that anyway, yes. even if it's. A little bathroom remodel right um so i, I think maybe the the direction that miguel was going was yeah that, that's that's exactly what i was talking about yeah, as opposed the answer, to you're taking it on initially just so you could do something on your yeah, own like, I, yeah and then once you have it definitely not doing it to like yeah dude yeah as opposed, to a, new... as opposed to a competition that you're that you were talking about where you're actually trying to create those things you know like um typology or you know push the boundaries more yeah oh yeah those are all good reasons <laughs>